WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Wow, we went through an hour just like that. We sure did on the Weekend Gardener. Mike Rayley here along with Ann Clapp and Rufus Edmonston and Phil Campbell, owner of Campbell Road Nursery, and Miss Pam Beck. Sitting out there with her anti-deer society plaques <laughs> <laughs> and her eight-foot-tall Eight foot tall uh, fence. Yes, and, yeah. I'm telling you what, I am loving going out in the garden and not seeing deer damage. It just makes me one happy gardener. It really <laughs> yeah, it, it hasn't kept the rabbits out, though. Uh, I was going to say, how are you keeping the rabbit damage off? Well, we've got a colony of feral cats that have uh, right, right. adopted our, <laughs> our land. So are they fenced in, too? Yeah, well, they're really, they slip under that front gate, and oh, they okay. come in, and they do a number on voles and deer, so I'm, yeah. I'm pleased about that. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, you know, voles and, and, and rabbits, that's that's really the, the thing, and moles, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, if that's, we get a lot of calls about that, hmm. and... Uh, 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. Phil, anything going on besides ginger lilies at, at Campbell Road Nursery? Oh, for sure. Uh, we finally, I think, sold everything or gave everything away and cleaned everything out for pansies. Pansy plugs are coming this Friday. Um, the We have uh, spring, uh, fall vegetables. Start as a spring. I can't believe it's fall already. We have fall vegetables we have uh, moms came in yesterday, and they're absolutely beautiful. Uh, they're fully budded. They're not showing much color yet, but they are. You'll get a a full <laughs> growing season out of those because they're they're gorgeous. And then we have a new crop of perennials, and we have been getting new crops of shrubs in every week. And we have some some beautiful new um, red buds, all different kinds. Of red From Dr. Buds. Warner? Oh, yeah. we got yeah. beautiful red buds right now. Flamethrower. Yes. And then there's um, the um, Ruby Falls and then the sun, the one the one that's lime green that's that's uh-huh. uh, weeping as well. I can't yeah. remember what it is. But anyway, we've got all of those, and we're pretty excited about having a lot of the different kinds of shrubs and trees we have right now. I wonder what the fall color is for the flamethrower because it's a kind of uh, – Green, yellow, purple. I mean, it has all of the, uh, oh, not purple, but maroon leaves mm-hmm. in it. I know. It's uh, going to be interesting to see I don't what know it does. Why, yeah, I don't know what it. I what don't you, know. 
what the fall color i haven't read to see what that would be i'll tell you um, my son has we bought one for my son and right. see, see what his does well we went to went to the um johnson county um nursery ones show they were fortunate enough to have it this year uh-huh. and it was over at the car scott building and there were some i don't know what's going to happen with them but there were some um I think he had flamethrowers that had uh, started to weep. And so Ooh, wow. uh, they were kind of just a, a fluke. And he had about, I think he, I think uh, Alan said he had about 15 of those. And so we're going to have to see what comes out of that because Dr. Warner was going to be pretty excited to see I those. bet so because yep. that ruby falls is just the best yep. redbud there's ever been to me. It is and beautiful. if you could get a flamethrower to do the same thing, yep. that would really be something. It would. Mm. It mm. would. So we're, we'll just have to wait and see on that. Yeah. But um, we've got lots of really Have you got nice... any creeping um, liriope? We do not. But I'm going to have to look for some now. So <laughs> yeah. I, I'll have Melissa, to find I'm you gonna, some. I'm going to... I'm going to put some out there somewhere. I think Jason probably will have some, but we'll we'll find some for you. Yeah. You know, a plant that I enjoy looking at and seeing is the climbing hydrangea. Yeah. It grows up one of the pecan trees. Uh-huh. And it is just a magnificent, magnificent plant. Carefree. It doesn't, you don't have to do a thing to it. It has good fall foliage, and I just recommend it so highly. Uh, uh, climbing hydrangea. Will that work for uh, are you? Are you familiar uh, with that, Phil? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've had the, them the in the white past. Blooms. We don't have them right yeah, now. Yeah, white blooms. Are they panicles or? Uh, mine are, are more in a in the conical shape, uh, like the PGs, or sort of like a PG. Yeah. Yeah, Pam, do you have have a climbing hydrangea? I did, but um, unfortunately, I planted it about one of those years when we had a terrible, terrible drought, and it was at the base of an oak, and it did not make it. Um, it is a gorgeous plant. Some of them have uh, almost a lace cap type bloom on them. They can mm. be quite nice. Oh. There's some variegated forms out there, too, and then there's one that is um, called a climbing hydrangea, and it is, uh, it's got a variegation to the foliage with a little bit of silver veining, and I think its name was something like Moonlight. I'd have to oh my. up for you. Yeah. But um, that one is uh, not a hydrangea. It is a, I want to say, um, I'll have to look it up, but it's something like a schizophragmia or something. Let me let me look that up for you real All right. Quick. We'll uh, go to Billy in the meantime. Billy, good morning. You're on WPTF. Good morning. Yes, sir. Oh, it's Billy Howell. I'm sorry, from the farmer's market. <laughs> hey, Billy. <laughs> you know, I was sitting there looking. <sighs> I'm sorry, Billy. Billy, got your hat on? Uh, you got, got your overalls on. on. Got right here with me. That way, <laughs> when that's <laughs> I'm sitting here, and I, and I even think about the farmer's market. What's wrong with me? I'm just I so engaged in, in this conversation. Billy, I'm sorry. I apologize profusely. What, what do we have out there this morning, my friend? I guess we got some peaches we've got some peaches we've got um several varieties some flaming prince and oak henry sweet sue big red and albertus just name a few of them i'm going to stick Those with albertus from here on out yeah, I, I got some of the O henry uh, about two weeks ago and i must say this they they never ripened and it was like mm. eating an apple 
I, I don't. I wonder uh, if that's part of their characteristic. Well, it, it it didn't work for Peach. It just didn't work. Did I, you set them out on the counter? I, I think they yes for about two weeks. Well, that's usually magic. Wow. And I and I got Alberta yesterday, and they're I cut one this morning, and they're just delicious. Yeah. Yes, sir. Well, Billy, that uh, season's going too quickly because we're running out of peach varieties. We are. We are. I just noticed that McLeod's down in South Carolina is is uh, got their last. They're harvesting their last crops. Of- yeah, we're getting close to that time of the year already. Yeah, you know, hmm. like everybody says, it's kind of hard to believe it. Yeah, gets here and gets by. What uh, what about apples from the mountains, Hendersonville? Yeah, I've got some uh, gala apples and some uh, ginger gold apples, as well as um, we're getting um, a few Asian pears in as well. Mm. Oh, okay. Got any figs this morning? We do have figs. Rufus brought me some figs. They're big ones. They're Celeste. Uh-huh. Yeah. Good stuff. Good for you. Good eating. I think most people around here grow brown turkey. I brown like turkey, the, yeah. I like the Celeste. Yeah. So uh, you got that. What about vegetable-wise? Uh, you got butter beans and peas right on? I do. I've got some uh, Dixie Lee peas and some pink eyes and purple hole trouters. Um, still got corn coming in. Um, let's see. Uh, we had Devotion and Silver Queen corn. Mm. Looking at that this morning. Uh, still got cantaloupes for uh, a few more weeks. Yeah, I've had some really good cantaloupes and watermelons this they year. Have it's been a great year for them. Yeah. Uh, we got blackberries still. We should be close to the end of those. And uh, on the very end of blueberries, we got, uh, well, we said butter beans. We got beets and cabbage and uh, carrots and collards and cucumbers, uh, fresh garlic. Uh, grapes are coming off. We got scuppin' on. Muscadine and Concord grapes. I know. I I saw saw the muscadines out there. I couldn't I couldn't believe it. I mean, it's that's that is fall to me. Yeah, they I, jumped early. Probably about a week early, and um, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's okay. We got nectarines. Uh-oh. Nectarines. Mm-hmm. Good good stuff. <laughs> and we got um, Rufus's kale. Got. Oh yeah, oh kale, <laughs> and we got okra and <laughs> onions, um, pecans and pecans both. Got both of them. Both of them. <laughs> Glad to hear that. And we got radishes. Okay. And uh, let's see what else we got. Um, onions, red onions, and red potatoes, and white potatoes, and uh, watermelons and canary melons. And chimes? <laughs> yeah, I hear that. It's a bunch of them. Makes me think about walking around over there at Market Imports. Yeah, that's right. Uh, uh, so uh, what about the uh, plant area? Is that starting to fill up areas. a little more now? Um, no, not yet. Um, but we do have um, each space where it is here is full. Um, but azaleas and hydrangeas, uh, Japanese maple, lace leaf. Um, well, if I can read my own right here, let's see, October Glory, maple, uh, butterfly bushes and mimosas and red buds, gardenias, uh, and we got, um, some bison under that building and some eggs, free range, uh, eggs, 
Free range eggs. Ooh. They even had some um, ice cream peaches, so I had to ask for the variety, and they told me no. Ice cream peaches? Ice cream peaches. Uh-huh. <laughs> so if you want to make some ice cream, they got some, you know, a little bit riper, more flavorful peaches. Oh, oh okay. I got you. And uh, what about the market shops? Oh, market shops is packed full of stuff this morning. Um, I went down there and marked down at the bakery was um, cooking up some uh, jacks when I walked in. Apple jacks, of course, for the yeah. uninitiated. And um, got all <laughs> kinds of uh, ice cream and homemade cakes and pies, candy and sodas, stuff to hang in your house and from your mailbox and flags. <laughs> what what kind of stuff? What was that, Ruth? No, it was me. What oh. what kind of what kind of stuff are have they got hanging? They've got uh, bird houses. They've oh, got little okay. signs. They got some stuff in there, you know, with like cute little sayings, like you know, once you get a garden, you're married to the garden forever, and uh-huh. and you know, don't lay your clothes on the on the porch, and all kinds of silly stuff too. I got you. All right, and you got yeah, you got uh, you got any fresh seafood? We got local seafood in there, fresh um, and three, two, one coffee and the grill. Oh yeah, go down there and get you a K dog and a Rufus dog and yeah, what's what's a K dog? That's that thing with the the big shrimp, isn't it? No, the K dog is the marinated uh, beef. And uh, I think it's marinated in soy sauce or something like that. Hmm. Oh, well, the Rufus dog has competition. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm going to get me a Rufus dog after the show. <laughs> well, uh, you need two. So you've got you've got uh, soap and hand cream soap next door, don't cream, you? Old-fashioned soda. Um, Bud. See, I only look at the food in there. I, well, I understand, I really that. Like and the things that hang from hang right. down. So, what about uh, the restaurants? Uh, other than the market market grill, you've got the famous farmers market restaurant. We got the farmers market restaurant. Got all that good country ham and eggs and seafood restaurant. Yeah, got all of it. Those biscuits, big old biscuits. Yeah. I'm getting hungry. Get you some biscuits. Head biscuits. Get you some biscuits and go over to the seafood market and get you some shrimp, some fried shrimp. Put that in you. Put that shrimp, biscuit. Yeah, shrimp that'd biscuit. be good. Hey, we might need to get them through talking. <laughs> <laughs> I think that'd be good. Yeah, I think somebody should get some royalties off that. Uh huh. So well, I can draw up the papers. Yeah, we got a lawyer here. So <laughs> super sod, super sod. Um, and uh, I, like I said the other week. If you had questions, there are places that you can ask, and they can tell you. I walked in on Monday morning, and there stood a man in there at the counter. Says somebody said on the radio that uh, if we asked you questions, you could answer it. I told me. Well, I already started. Yeah, that's I right. Started anything? They've been doing it for years. Yeah. Uh, so you've got what else? We got uh, our craft uh, shed out here with lemonade. Oh yeah, you got a lot of stuff under there. And uh, tropical plants. Uh, the carrot cake ladies here today. Uh-huh. Uh, normally the puzzle vendors, um, handcrafted uh, baskets. If you want a lesson on all the different types of little woods and the laces and how uh, they take so much time to make those baskets, it's, it's pure amazing. Great craftsmanship. 
Yes. yes. And you have market imports? We have market imports, and, you know, my biggest thing, I walk out of the office and I had to make sure I don't get hit by 18 wheeler where they're unloading stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's good, Billy. I'm glad you're sharp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I walked out yesterday and the guy looked at me and goes, Which, where do I get in there at? I said, Right here. He said, I can't get a truck in there. There's too much stuff in there. I said, I bet you can. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Put her in there, didn't he? He got in there. Yes, <laughs> sir. Big old uh, pots and big pots to put your water hoses in and wind chimes. They got all types of signs, uh, you know, Route 66 and uh-huh. I-95 metal signs hanging up. And hey, they, they got hang, hanging up stuff, stuff too. The road now, Rufus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You'll be I can get ready now. <laughs> <laughs> Billy, I appreciate you calling. Yes, sir. I appreciate y'all. Y'all come see us. Uh, we shall. We shall. Yeah. All righty. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up. We'll talk to Jennifer and Rose, Rhodes and Susan and Edna all coming up on the Weekend Gardener. You're listening to one of the longest-running radio shows in the country, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Nine twenty-eight WPTF time. Jennifer is in Raleigh. Jennifer, thanks so much for waiting. You're on the air. Hey, good morning. Um, thanks for having me. Yes, ma'am. So, um, uh, really quick, uh, wanted to ask for prayers and resources, money, and people to help those in Haywood County. Um, oh gosh, that, that Pigeon River really did them in up there. Yeah, it did it. I lost my house there in um, 2004 the same way. So, y'all just please. Uh, well, we, yeah, I, I certainly have been. I, I have been, uh, you know, thinking about them. And uh, there's a mm-hmm. friend of mine who works downstairs at the television station who who lives up in that area. And some of his relatives were affected by it. Yep. It's, um, my girlfriend sent me a picture this morning of a big old mud hole where her brother and ha- brother-in-law's house used to be. Oh, my gosh. Just yeah. completely and there's still some hole. people missing up there, so yep. I hope hope yep. that can yep. be resolved. And folks, yeah. folks, they, uh, they're they tough folks up there, though. Yeah, I shall. We we shall. Thank you for for that, Jennifer. Yeah. Um, uh, we only have about thirty seconds before the news. I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. No, that's okay. I have a rose of Sharon, a big old tall, beautiful rose of Sharon. That has blossomed beautifully for years, and this year, I'm just wondering what you think. It just—I don't know what happened. All of a sudden, um, a few, a couple of months ago, it started losing leaves and and buds and the. the All right. Hold on, and and we'll uh, discuss that among us and take a break. We'll be right back. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF. Uh, let's go back to Jennifer. And Jennifer, your Rose of Sharon, we were discussing it among us. Rufus is a, a I don't know, proponent of planting. Yeah, I love Rose, Rose of Sharon. Sharon. They're a wonderful plant. They, they live... They don't live as long as an oak or maple tree, for instance, usually. 20 to 30 years, that's a pretty good while. But they, they can have nematodes. Have you 
have you kind of pushed on yours or moved it around to see if the roots are okay? Like uh, you may have voles or something. Yeah, it feels it feels Bro, it still feels good. It feels solid. I okay. I messed with it because I've got things growing below it. Yeah, my iris gardens below it, and um, is it in full sun? Pardon? Is it in full sun? Oh yeah, it's got okay. lots of sun. Uh, do you think like I've got a bunch of spiderwort underneath it? That wouldn't mess with it, would it? I don't think so, Pam. Do you? Uh, what do you say? Uh, I I think the biggest problem probably this year may be waterlogged soil. Mm. Uh, Rosa mm. Sharon is is very drought tolerant. It it does really really well through dry summers, but if it's a little bit of a low spot, and um, if you've been working that soil around it, it may be looser, and more water may be getting in there. And I'm starting to see some drought problems. I'm sorry, some overwater problems from all the rain we've had uh, this summer in little spots in my garden. So it just may be <clears throat> that it's just too much water. Yeah. Yeah, and, and so just, um, the lack of water and too much water, are, you have similar characteristics with your plant. Mm-hmm. So don't do anything you would recommend? Just, um, I don't like well, has yeah, your, I, your your Rosa Sharon's reproduced a lot like like most of mine do? Yes, I've got about five or six popping up. <laughs> okay. I, if it doesn't do any good within the next month or so, I'd take it out and start again. That, that's okay. what I do. When one starts going downhill for whatever reason, I take it out and pop another one in. Okay. Yeah, there's, there's a bunch coming up. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. can always count on them. Yeah. Yes. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Hey, thank, thank you, Jennifer. Please call us again. Yeah, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Let's go to Rose Rhodes in Princeton. Hey, Rose. Hey, how are y'all doing today? Oh, pretty good, good. I think. How about you? I'm doing great. Good. I'm a farmer, and I don't like to talk about grass, but what was that grass that y'all were talking about that starts with an M? I'm not familiar with it. Mondo. Mondo. There's a uh, dwarf Mondo. There's a I've mentioned this so many times on the show there's a family in my neighborhood and they have lots of pine trees but they they don't have any grass they have a lawn <coughs> grass they have mondo grass yeah, and they have uh that. they have it all over and they have little pathways you know they have, and, and, and yeah mondo go ahead pam it's not really a grass it is right. in the lily family right and so it is a good substitute because it looks like turf grass you can grow it in shade and it will spread. Uh, it doesn't like to be walked on, though. Okay. There was a grass you were talking about, like, I don't have, I, I wrote it down, M-I-C-H-O-S-T-I-G-I-A. I don't know if that's correct, that you were talking about obnoxious grass. <laughs> oh, um, all right. We're talking about microstegium. Yeah. And microstegium is Japanese, Japanese stilt grass. And it is a noxious weed. It is uh, horrible. It grows in dry or shade or wet or sunny. It just is taking over a lot of our native areas and plant beds and things like that. And that is an annual. It drops lots of seeds. It's been in this area for a while. It came in on packing material years and years and years ago. It was used as a dry type of uh, of grass to pack dishes and things like uh-huh. that. And, and shame on them. It really spread. It has that real tiny stem that can yep. really hold ma'am. up anything. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. And oh. it will break. 
if yeah. you pull it, it you know, it's dry, it'll break. Yeah, yeah I'm fighting that now. It's coming into my woodland garden. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so I didn't, I, it's just a hard thing to have. <laughs> awful, awful. And the other thing I wanted to talk about was the climbing hydrangea. I have yes, one of those, and the host tree died, and now it's climbing all over my woodland garden floor and also going up some more trees. Wow. Wonderful. Yeah. So have have you tried, uh, Rose, have you tried to root that? Oh, yeah, you can root that very easily. Huh. And also, I stool that because it's on the ground now, and you can just put a scar under it with a little knife and put a rock over it, and it'll root right, right up. Oh, great. Well, I'm, I'm going to remember that. Yeah, that's easy. So anyway, that was my thing today, and then I wanted to tell you about my figs. Oh, I love! I have nine fig bushes, mm-hmm. Ooh. and so I give away figs all the time and make preserves, and everybody's happy. Wow! What what kind do you have? Brown oh, turkey have or Celeste? Merced. I have brown turkey. I have Celeste, and I um I had a Greek fig, but um. A tree fell on that. That was the best fig I ever had, and I've never been able to find a Greek fig since then. Do you hmm. know about Greek figs? No, I, was I it, don't. Was it um, very, very dark in color? Yes, and huge. I mean, the first figs would be like uh, it would be. It would take two could eat it for breakfast almost. It was so large. You know, uh, yeah, George over at uh, the roast grill. I I think he has one growing behind the roast grill downtown and he, oh, and he is greek he, yes he is greek and his grandmother and his grandmother oh, planted sure that's it. it yeah i haven't seen the figs but george if you're listening this morning give us a call roast grill's back open by the way so where is that located near it roast grill is uh what what street is that it's not west harrington west i don't know it, it's right off of Hillsboro. Right off of Hillsboro. It's between Morgan and Hillsboro. Yep. Roast grill. Hot dogs. That's it. Okay. Hard to find a seat. They don't have many seats. Hard it's to find hard 12. To ketchup, too. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't ask for ketchup. No. But uh, homemade, homemade, best hot dogs in the world. Mm. Okay. Yeah. You're making me hungry. Oh, already. my gosh. You go in there. <laughs> Myself. And you order two, and then you want uh, six or eight. Okay. But you got, I mean, you get a. Well, thank be you cool. for that information. You're very welcome. <laughs> and and uh, ask George if you can go out there and look at his his uh, fig tree. If I look at it, I want a cutting. Well, I'm sure oh, he yeah. would he would allow that. Okay. Thank you so much. Yes, ma'am. Bye. Bye. I can't guarantee that it's a Greek fig, but I bet it is. I thought he told me that. Yeah. I'll be soon. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. Edna is next. Edna, good morning. You're on WPTF. Hello. Hey. How you doing, Edna? Oh, I'm doing fine. I hope y'all are. Yes, ma'am. Good. I have a problem that I wanted some help with. I have some gardenias that go across the front of my house, and I have it's six or seven of them, and they've just got overgrown. Well, don't cut them now. Well, I'm willing to. Um, you say, you're shaking your head, yes. I'm getting ready to cut. I've you got, are. I've got the, um, well, I'll be dog. It just left me. The ones that grow really low. Help me out, Pam. Um, oh, gosh, there's so many. Um, climbs hardy? Uh, climbs hardy, frost proof. Um. These are probably climbs hardy. <clears throat> anyway, 
we put them in when we redid the house. We put these in front of the Nandinas, and they have just gotten so, I mean, they're still blooming. So I'm going to go ahead and cut them back, and I mean I'm going to cut them back. So that's just, I mean, because. Just because you want to. Well, they just need to be cut back. They're just uh-huh. way overgrown, and so. What do you say, Pam? Well, um, Phil is the expert. No, I'm not the expert. she says. I'm just going to. I mean, they're my trees. I wouldn't go out and necessarily do that to somebody else's, but. And Rufus, what do y'all say? When, when well, are you going to cut back your? I I have cut them back before. Yeah, they're very hardy. Mm-hmm. I I would I generally did it about in October, but for some reason. Well, the clams hardy probably would would be okay. We, yeah, we've always been told to do it right after the uh, gardenia blooms. But they bloom in June. This isn't yeah. too bad. I don't no. think they. I don't think they would have set any buds anywhere yet. Uh-huh. Mine haven't. Well, it doesn't get that cold anyway anymore. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? They may bloom in December. Well, I, you know, I've I've seen yeah. that. Yes. Yeah, and but I, there's no alternative, Ed, than but to cut them back. Yeah. But well, best, don't don't listen to what I said the first first thing. There. <laughs> How drastic can you cut them back? Very well. Phil's going crazy over here. She's going to cut them all the way down to the ground. Well, um, I don't want them down to the ground. No. I, if you've got, if you've got, they're like, right in front of my house, and okay. I have <clears throat> on the other side, I have some other shrubbery. Right. I don't want one side to look. No, so just over. <laughs> you're right. Just go ahead and um, just take some off of them and look at them and see if they're like you want them. If it's not, just inch back a little more. I mean, that's. That's kind of how I do it. I'm not going to just leave a uh, stump sitting there. Try about um, a third at a time. Yeah, that's what I would do. Would they? Will they put out some more? If we cut them back soon, will they put out some more greenery? They certainly will. With all this yeah. rain we've had, yeah, you got it. They now will. That's one question. Yes. Second one. I have some type of shrubbery down on one side of my house, all the way down. It's about about five pieces of it, and it's overgrown as well. I would say that it's some type of holly. Maybe I don't know what it is, but it grows like crazy. How drastic can I cut that back? Well, I had a holly in the corner of my house. I had a nelly, and I've cut it back to the stump about four times, and it's back up to. Is the Is this roof an of the aggression house. thing, or, or no, are you just trying no, to no. make them look better? No, just trying to. Trying to get them off the roof of the house. Uh-huh. I really need to take it up where it is, okay? But it's, uh-huh. I hate to take it up because right. it's really a nice shrub. And when it stays, I, it's my problem because I let it get too big every time. I need to keep it cut well, back a little more. I think you, you do, you, it's fine. I don't have to time do the holly. to cut it back. Well, yeah. now, who could I get to cut that? I mean, well, don't look at me, <laughs> Rufus. You got you want to do it, Rufus? Um, I'm not, well, how not. tall is it? Um, gosh, I would say, hmm, I'd say four or five feet at least. Uh, now I'm talking about the gardenias. Oh. Yeah, I don't want to get on a ladder. Or oh, anything. I'm not. How much you gonna pay? I'm ninety years old and I can't do it. Right, yeah. right. And I just wondered if there was some person a special that had a specialty that needed to do this 
No, you can you can hire any um, any competent licensed landscaping crew would be able to do the pruning for you. That's um, you can check at your favorite local garden center. They may have some names of some contractors who they know and that's a great idea. Recommend yeah. Phil. I'm sure yeah. you know people who you would recommend. We and we and we uh, have great faith in Bartlett Tree Company. If if it's a big enough job, they they yeah. are. Well, I don't know how much pruning they do, but enough job for them. I mean, I wouldn't think. Yeah, right. I don't know. Uh, just a, rep, a reputable landscaper, and I would say that's insured or. Yeah, Edna, call yeah. call Phil's place, call Campbell Road Nursery, and ask them. All right, you go send Phil out. No, I'm, I, <laughs> that's that's between you and Phil. I just um, yeah. Let me uh, let me give you a number to call. It's not. I'm gonna give you the wholesale number and then i'll get the message today it's uh 919-851-5106 uh-huh. ask for charlie wait a minute 919-851-1108 that's okay and just call and leave your name and number and i'll call you back and talk with you and this is campbell road yes yes ma'am, ma'am. Okay, thank you so much. Did okay. you say Thanks, you were 90 Edna. years old, Edna? I am. You sound well, like that's right. I just turned 80. And I'm still cutting my grass. Good All for right. you. Good All for right, you. I'm proud of you. Yeah. I bet you've taken care of yourself. Yeah. I'm trying. Yeah. All right. You take a nip every once in a while, Edna? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just checking. Don't ask me I that. Do. I'm afraid not. <laughs> you have a wonderful day, Edna. Thank thanks you. for listening, and please call us again. I will. Thank you so much. All right. Thank Bye. you. Bye-bye. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up on WPTF. It's 950. <laughs> For 40 years, it was the Tar Heel Gardener. And since then, the Weekend Gardener has invited you into their backyard. A WPTF tradition since 1945. All right, we're back on WPTF. Susan is in Raleigh. Susan, welcome to to, uh, the WPTF Weekend Gardener. Can you hear me? Yes, Mm ma'am. Okay. Um, Yes, I'm trying to decide on a replacement for a dogwood tree in my front yard. It's, It's not thriving. And um, I want to replace it, but I can't decide on a tree. Um, I initially thought I'd go with a crepe myrtle, but everyone has crepe myrtle. So um, I'd like something. Then I thought about a redbud or a cherry. Um, So I was kind of interested in what the pros and cons are for those, what the pest diseases they might have. Right. The the area I have is in, in full sun until about... I'd say two or three in the afternoon. Then it got some shade, mm-hmm. and it's uh, like something similar in size to the dogwood. My dogwood's about <clears throat> almost, I'd say, twenty feet. But I, I don't want a huge, you know, huge tree. Well, if you like dogwoods, the Korean dogwood, uh, the Kusa okay. dogwood, is is very hardy, and it's a very interesting tree. There are different, a lot of different varieties, and those bracts and blooms come out after the leaves have come on the tree. Acusa? Huh. Kusa. Yeah, mm-hmm. starts with a K. Yeah. K-O-U-S-A, is that mm-hmm. right? Okay. Uh, Pam? 
Oh, gosh, her, her options are endless. I do like the Coosa dogwoods. There is also an evergreen dogwood that you could be looking at, um, one of the varieties introduced by Tom, Tom, uh, Don Elsley is um, uh, Empress of China. It's a really good one. Okay. But for the, something that size and that, that ideal spot, I love things like our native Gramsci Graybeards. Uh, the Chimonanthus is a friends, great plant. Friends tree, I think. Is that yeah. what you're talking friends about? tree mm-hmm. is another common name for that. Oh, okay, There's yeah. so many options. I'm excited for you because you've got you know a place you could put something that nobody else has in your neighborhood. Yeah, and um, if you want something like that, there there is the flame thrower or the Ruby Falls red buds right. that uh, were developed at NC State by Dr. Denny Warner, who's been on this show. They are magnificent. What about in the cherry? Are they are cherry trees hard? To- cherry trees, you have you have a lot of bore problems okay. uh, eventually. Uh, that some can be very very pretty, but they're not as hardy as as the the other trees we've mentioned. Right. Yeah. And are you looking at a cherry because you'd like to have something that has fruit on it for the birds? Well, yeah, I'd like something that's um, yeah. That attracts birds. Well, then um, look at our native our native service berry. Um, it is a great tree. We've got lots of really pretty varieties now, like that autumn brilliance. Um, but service berry is uh, Tony Avent one time described it as the perfect uh, four season tree. It's got hmm. uh, great little flowers on it. It's got um, interesting berries. You can eat them. It's rare, too. <laughs> a lot of people don't don't think about. Um, but, you know, the, the options available to you, because you're open to putting in something interesting and yeah. different. We've got a great native called Carolina Silverbell, another one, Halesia. Carolina um, that Silverbell. That is a, a fabulous tree. Um, but, you know, it depends on... What you're looking for and what season of color, um, there are uh, Japanese maples that can take a lot of that that sunlight. If you get one of the the red, the burgundy um, colored foliage ones, uh, goodness, uh, yeah. Rufus's Rose of Sharon would be good. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. That Japanese maple, the coral bark Japanese maple is extraordinary. It really is. Okay. Hold on. We'll be back.